Welcome, everybody, to The Element of Surprise. Now, um, where can you find us? This is The Element of Surprise. It's the Mentally Irregular Podcast. You can find us out of... Let me clear my throat there for you. That's how I clear my throat. I have to make a big juxtaposition of it. It can't just be like, sorry, I've got to make a fucking thing out of it. Um, You can find us at... EOS mentally irregular dot podbean.com. That is our hosting site. Uh, we are also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page that is www.facebook.com backslash EOS mentally irregular. Uh, you can also hear us on iTunes, Castbox, um, Spotify, various other places i'm gonna have to track all this down and i believe we're now on youtube just the like the audio podcast is now on youtube and i'll have to find more out about that and i'll paste that or i'll post that and link that into the eos army group page on facebook so um welcome welcome everybody tonight tonight we're gonna do what we do best and that is play some topic roulette so without any further ado it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Yeah, it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so of course I want to say thank you to uh, William Sines, Leif Hustleby, Mark Rego, and the variety of other people who gave me uh, topics for the wheel tonight. So, without further ado, let's spin the wheel and see what our first topic of the evening will be. Yeah, I like when the wheel spins. I like hearing that clickety-clack. Okay, what TV show or movie needs a remake or reboot? Okay, um, none of them. None, period, because not, nothing needs to be rebooted or remade. Now, you know, I, here's my theory on this. Here, or not my theory, here's my feelings, rather. Here's my feelings on this. I understand, like, you know, like the MCU, uh, you know, with Marvel and the Marvel Universe and stuff. Like, oh, well, they, they, Marvel, Spider-Man's Marvel. How can we put Spider-Man in here? They already got Spider-Man movies. I get that, okay? That's a whole different iteration. I understand it. But, like, it before they put Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the MCU, you know, we had the Tobey Maguire movies, and then someone's just like, you know what, what, what we should do? We just start over. Just start over, Spider-Man. Just start it over. We'll get Andrew Garfield. It'll be awesome. It wasn't. And then, you know, they did two of those. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I, you know what we should do? We should just start over. Start over. And then they got Tom Holland. And it, luckily it was. But, you know, not, nothing nothing needs a remake or a reboot. Um, you know, I've discussed this before, actually. I think it was around two years ago. I discussed this same topic on Topic Roulette with uh, my good friend Grimace. And uh, we were discussing about how they're going to, you know, they, re they reboot everything. They remake everything. They reboot everything. Like, currently, there is in the works a reboot of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles starring Will Smith and Kevin Hart, which just doesn't need to fucking happen. Um, you know, first off, I'm not a big Kevin Hart fan. I don't think he's funny. It's, he's, he's like, I'm short and angry. That's my fucking shtick. Okay, good. And then Will Smith is just, you know, it's not 1996 anymore. So we have no more need of Will Smith. And, um, you know, the Fresh Prince does not live in Bel Air anymore. Um, oh, which also reminds me, they're, they're going to do a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air just called Fresh Prince. Or are they calling it Bel Air? I can't remember. Anyway, it's supposed to be a drama. It's the same show, but done as a drama. So, yeah, unnecessary. Uh, nothing, nothing needs remade or reboots, but since we live in a time where pretty much everyone's out of ideas and that's all they're going to do, I, 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 I think if you're going to remake anything, you should take like the worst fucking movies ever, ever made. Not something good, like take something that was like absolutely terrible. Like they, they remade Robocop. Don't remake Robocop. Robocop's iconic. What you remake is you remake like Eddie Murphy's fucking The Adventures of Pluto Nash. That you remake that goddamn fucking, that, that fucking thing. And, you know, try to turn around. You remake fucking Flash Gordon. No, don't touch Flash Gordon, actually. I, I regret even saying that. Don't touch Flash Gordon. Uh, Flash Gordon's just, it's a masterpiece in and of itself. Like, but, you know, I, I'm amazed that we're not getting, like, a fucking uh, gender-swapped remake of fucking um, Buckaroo Bonsai or fucking... Uh, you know, whatever. Don't remake anything. Don't remake or reboot anything. But, again, since they're doing it, and, you know, I don't really have any control over the fact that they're going to do it with or without my consent, if you want to know what show really needs brought back, bring back fucking House. I don't give a shit about, oh, we brought back another season of 24, 
no one gives a fuck. Okay, let me jerk off in my hand and slap you in the face with it. That's called a slapjack, by the way. Um, my, my boss told me that the other day. That was entertaining. He's like, yeah, you know what a slapjack is. I'm like, what? Well, we were talking about the uh, long uh, side tangent. We were talking about the retribution on WWE. And the one guy's like, yeah, they, this guy's name's Slapjack. And, he, and we were talking about that. And he goes, you know what a slapjack is? I go, what's a slapjack? I go, isn't it one of them things like, you know, it's the leather pouch with like a piece of metal in it or something heavy. And you hit someone in the back of the head. He goes, he goes no, that's a blackjack. A slapjack is when you jerk off in your hand and then you smack someone in the face with, with your hand that's now filled with jism. And I lost myself laughing. I, I, I couldn't focus for at least the next hour. And now pretty much every song that comes on the radio at work, we insert the word slapjack somewhere in there. Um, which I might do a whole episode about, just songs and rewriting song lyrics to fit slapjack. But, um, you know, that's not today. Anyway, bring back house. Bring back house. Nobody gives a shit about 24. Nobody gives a shit that you brought back prison break. How many times are these people going to get arrested and break out of prison? Is it the same prison? Oh, no, this is a different prison. Oh, no, this is an underground prison. Oh, no, this is a space prison. Oh, you know what? This time, they're breaking into a prison to break out somebody that's already in the prison. This time, they're do- this time they got jobs as cops, and now they work in the prison, but the prison got taken over by the, by the um, inmates, and now they've got to break out as, 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 uh, from inside that way, you know, it's, it's a fucking gay is what it is. It's fucking retarded. It's fucking gay. So we don't need to reboot anything. We don't need to remake anything, but if you're going to reboot, reboot something, fucking reboot house. Moving on. Next topic. Oh, wow. They just keep flying at me tonight. Next topic is in one sentence. How would you sum up the internet? Uh, let me think. I, I, see, now I'm trying to write a haiku in my head. One sentence to sum up the internet. This is disastrous. No, 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 no. I take it back. That escalated quickly. That is the sentence that sums up the internet. The sentence is, well, that escalated quickly. And I say that because... Anything you do online, and I, I just touched on this with the uh, fucking online fucking gaming thing la- that I said last week in, in the last episode. Anytime you do anything on the internet, see the internet is a place where, and in, the internet is a place where uh, good people come together and like, you know, they they're like, I'm gonna be friends with this person, and uh, you know, social media, or I'm gonna start a business, and then everyone fucking else comes in and is like, uh, I have no face or identity here, so thereby I can literally do anything. And they do. And it's just like, you know, you'll see somebody on social media, they'll be like, oh, posted pictures of my new baby, so welcoming my new bundle of joy to the world. And the next, like, you'll get comments, the next few comments will be like, oh, so beautiful, so happy for you, you know. You're gonna make a great. You're gonna make a great mom, or you're gonna make a great dad. And then someone will be like, "That baby looks like a fucking troll." Here's my dick, and then it's an unsolicited dick picture, um, because the internet is just it escalates from the most minute thing to completely out of fucking control in like the shortest amount of time time span. It's it's like it, it would be the internet can be best summed up like this: Imagine driving your car. 
Now imagine that there are no stop lines, stop, stop signs, stop lights, or change or, or signals to change any lanes. And everyone's just out there just going. And no one ever has to stop, but everyone's going to. You don't have turn signals. You don't have brakes. You don't have any red lights or green lights. You don't have any stop signs. It's just an open road where people can just go. That's the internet. Because you know that it's going to start off like people be like, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't have to worry about traffic anymore. And then next thing you know, someone's going to fucking just like a Mack truck's just going to cross over four lanes, taking out all the cars there. It's going to flip over. They, it, they, 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 fucking trailer full of puppies and kittens that it's carrying are going to just be launched up in the air. Uh, people are going to be sad. A train is just going to derail, hit the hit the airborne trailer full of puppies and kittens, smash smash a bus full of retarded children and and crash into a church full full of, full of nuns. And that's the internet. That that exact thing is how the internet starts and ends. And so if I could sum up the internet in one sentence, it would be, well, that escalated quickly. Next topic. What would be the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger on the street? <laughs> this, I don't know who... Uh, I'm going to have to look on Facebook and see who gave me this topic, but um, I got a feeling it was a Mark Rego topic. But uh, actually, this is a game I play with myself. I, I try to outdo myself. Um, currently, my current creepy thing is I try to make sure that it's a, it's it's got to be a girl that's younger than me, like, you know, maybe 19, 20-ish. And I'm just like, hey, nice throat. Who the fuck says that? Nobody should ever say that to anybody. But it creeps them the fuck out. They're like... Okay. Or they say nothing at all. I haven't gotten the cops called on me yet. Um, obviously, because I'm still here doing this. But, uh, hey, nice throat is currently my, my the creepiest thing. But, you know, I'm, I'm working on some other ones. Uh, let's see what things I've said before. Um, I, I'd like to, you know, I mean, you know how, like, there's sliding glass doors going in and out of places? Like, there's electronic automatic doors? Uh, what I like to do is I like to hold my phone up to my ear. Like, I'm on the phone, but I'm not talking to anybody. And because I'll see somebody coming in the door, and I know I'm going to pass them. And so, because the door's closed, they can't hear what I was saying beforehand. And to them, it just looks like I'm talking on the phone. But then when the, sli when the, when the glass doors open, when they slide open, and I'm about to pass that person, I like to say something like, well, that's why I can't go to the schools anymore. But, yeah, I mean, you knew that. But, the, you know, anyway, the prison, said, it, it, but the prison was nice. They had good food. And then I'll just do that and just see how, what kind of looks I get. You know, but... um. You know, it, 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 I, I make this a game for myself, is saying, how can I out-creep myself from last time? But, uh, yeah, currently, long story short, currently, what the creepiest thing I can say to a stranger passing the street, I currently, I'm like, hey there, just wanted to say you have a really nice throat. Because nobody ever should fucking say that to you. If Nobody should ever compliment somebody on their throat. Like, you can be, you can be like, I like how your neck is slender. Or maybe you'd be like, hey, I like that tattoo on your neck or something like that. But nobody should ever be should ever just be like, hey man, cool throat. The fuck is that? Who says that? This guy. I do. So uh, but you know, I I guess if I outcreep myself, I'll I'll get back to you with a uh, with whatever the next thing is. But right now, in my opinion, the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger on the street is hey, just 
Nice throat. You got a great looking throat right there. Um, either that or may, maybe maybe make an offhand remark about like, you know, like maybe maybe like you're passing, maybe you're passing like a, some some dude that looks like a biker, and like you want to creep them out because bikers, it's hard to creep out a biker. So you want to creep out the biker, be like, you smell pretty, and then just walk away. You know, if he doesn't beat the shit out of you, you 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 win. You've creeped him out. But currently, I I like uh, I like whenever like women in their twenties are walking past me, and I'll say. Hey, uh, real quick, just want to let you know, you've got a re- I, you get a really nice throat. And then I just keep going, you know, because nobody should compliment a person's throat. And I, I'm the guy that will. Next topic. Geriatrics and why they don't belong in politics. Uh, this one I know came from Leif Hustleby. So thank you, Leif. Um... Geriatrics and why they don't belong in politics. Okay, let me think. Well, I mean, they're too fucking old. The world is changing. It's, you know, I mean, it. I don't know about the rest of you. And I'm going to use the current presidential situation here between Trump, who is 70, and Biden, who is 194. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I've said many times, I don't know what your preference is, be it an orange asshole or a uh, or a hair sniffing pedophile, but you know they're both too old for anything. Like Donald Trump thinks he understands things. He thinks he knows the way it is because he's a businessman, and because he's a successful businessman, we don't argue with him. But the fact of the matter is, is he's so lost in whatever time frame he was the most successful in, being the late seventies and eighty early eighties for the record, um, that that's how he just wants to work everything. It's going to work the way I did it in the 70s and 80s. No, it's not, because that was 40-some fucking years ago. Time has gone on. But the, the whole fucking world is different. You know, and meanwhile, I, he wants to do this while he continues to use Twitter uh, consistently. So, you know, I mean, he knows what Twitter is, but he wants to run the country like a business that was f- founded in the 70s. And then uh, you got Joe Biden, who doesn't know where the fuck he is at any given moment in time. He is so old, he can't even read the teleprompter right. And his facts are okay. Here's the thing. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Joe Biden's fucking fucking um. Oh, what do you call it? Your your running slogan. His slogan is no malarkey. Who the fuck says malarkey? Who has said malarkey, like, in a serious context since 1938? Nobody. Oh, I'm Joe Biden, and I got no malarkey. I bet you don't, you old piece of shit. You're fucking, like, 194, cradling your great-great-great-great-granddaughter because she smells like what you remember flowers smelled like. But you're not really sure because that might you might be full of malarkey. Jesus fucking Christ. You know, and I don't think anybody over the age of 30 should be in politics, period. Um, because, like, I think politics should be, you should be allowed to be a politician between the ages of 18 and 35. I'll just put it that way. Because you're young enough that 
your mind is open to change, but you're also opinionated enough that you're willing to fight for it. After that, you're just old and, you know, the, the bureaucrats get their hands in you and it's just, oh, I'll, I'll say this, I believe in this, because when I, in my day, there was no malarkey. Hey, we'll pay you, uh, we'll fund your campaign. We'll give you like $2 million to fund your campaign if uh, you just shut up with the malarkey. You got it. You got it. Did you guys ride in here on a pack of horses? No, no, we drove auto. We drove cars. Ah, motorized carriages, I see. That's fucking geriatrics. They don't belong in politics. They don't belong anywhere. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of Logan's run because I don't think that when you hit the ripe old age of 40, you need to be waylaid. But, you know, I, I do think that there comes... 65 is retirement age for a reason because... Your mind starts going after that. And, I mean, look at pretty much everybody in Congress. And I'm not just saying our Congress. I'm saying worldwide. Geriatrics have no place in politics, period. Ages 18 to 35. Next topic. What would be the worst buy one, get one free sale of all time? Used condoms. Easy. Buy one, get one free. Used condoms here. Buy one used condom, get the second used condom free. No, I'll pass. Thank you. I don't want that. Yes, you do, son. I can see by the glint in your eye that you want that. No. No, I don't. Uh, no, you're right. I do. I do. Uh, matter of fact, I'll take the lot of them. I'll take your entire lot. Oh, what? What are you going to do with them? I'm going to throw them at you now. I'm going to throw these used condoms at you that I purchased. That would be the absolute worst buy one, get one free sale. I mean, how would you even pitch that? Like, you heard me do it, and it was one of those fucking, like, guys on a, on a cart standing on, like a, like, a dirt roadside in the 1890s. But, like, how would you even pitch that today? Buy one, get one, BOGO. Used condoms, BOGO. You know, I mean, that's... Like, it just... <laughs> I want to say it left a bad... The, the whole topic left a bad taste in my mouth, but I know if I say that, that Ash is going to say... She doesn't know. She, she didn't hear me. Anyway, Ash would say, oh, yeah, of course it leaves a bad taste in your mouth because you're gay. And that's because I'm talking about buy one, get one used condoms. It left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, that's because Chad's gay. So, blah, 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 blah. Next one. Next topic. Which body part do you wish you could detach? The penis. Easily the penis. Um, here's the thing. A long time ago, now, I got to see who, who left me this topic real quick. Hold on. Dave. Dave for, for something. I can't pronounce his last name, but it was from uh, the podcast, uh, Promote Your Podcast group on Facebook. First name Dave. Last name starts with an F and is unpronounceable to me. Well, um, if I could detach anything, Dave, it would be the penis. Um, now, funny but true story is we lived for a short time, about 10, 15 years ago, um, lived with a uh, friend whose um, daughter asked me one night, are you using your raping dick? 
To which I replied, what? Is it like a fucking, um, not a stethoscope. What the fuck is that thing called? You know, the things that, like, scientists use to look through? Stethoscope? No, that's not a stethoscope. I, I, I don't know. You know, you see them in science movies, and, like, you, they, they got the, the four different, like, types of lenses underneath, and, you like, you look down the tube, and you change the lenses, and it changes the, the um, magnification. Whatever the fuck that thing is, one of those. I said, what the fuck? Is my dick, like, one of them? Do I just, like... Ro rotate it and it switches to a new dick like uh, there's a raping dick and, and then I switch it over to my pissing dick oh no here's my love making dick it's different than the raping dick the love making dick is you know that one's pure the, the raping dick is only used for raping and that has that has spines on it so shit like that but um definitely if I could detach the any part of my body it would be the penis for reasons like that you know I'd have several different penises made up for for the situation like oh I'm going to a to a family member's wedding. I'm going to wear just the regular, just the the normal flaccid penis. Oh, I'm going out. Uh, I'm going to to work. I got to go to work today, so I'm definitely wearing the raping dick. Um, you know, it's it's people. Are, it's gonna get. It's it's gonna get, draw the people in. Um, oh, where where are you going? You're going out to like a garden party. Oh well, I'm gonna wear the dick that looks like Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors and sing songs at people. That's the, you know, so I would have, I would detach the dick for that reason. Um, you know, have a dick for every purpose, have a dick for every mood and have a dick for every day of the week. So that definitely, if I could detach any part of my body, it would be the penis. Um, after that, I'd probably say my left hand because I'm, I'm right-handed. So I'd, I'd use my right hand more. So I'd definitely say the left hand and I'd replace it with various types of like prosthetic hands like maybe one would just be like a giant Hulk hand. Uh, another one would just be like like a like a work boot, like a used work boot that I put like a, an attachment in, and it's a, I've got a boot hand. Um, another one would be like you know like those like creepy porcelain doll heads. I'd put like one of those on it and be like bah, 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 make like a puppet talk uh, with it, you know. So the left hand, but mainly the penis. Next topic. Here we go. This one came from Mark Rego. Uh, he wants to know what my feelings are on dancing the Charleston. Well, Mark, let me tell you. This is the Charleston. Yeah, no, dancing the Charleston is solid. I'm, I'm all for dancing the Charleston. Listen to this shit. This, I, I feel like this song is playing constantly in my head anyway. Because I, I will just break into dance at any given point in time. And, you know, you'd need a song like this to, to do that. So, yeah. By the way, this song is from the 1930s, as is the Charleston. So, uh, yeah, Mark, there you go. Uh, dancing the Charleston, it's... It's a plus. I think everybody should dance the Charleston at least once in their life, preferably on the on a street corner, a, a packed street corner in broad daylight, and um, definitely or be or while being arrested, dance the Charleston while they're trying to cuff you. See what that would do. Um, I mean, they're gonna they're they're gonna tase you, but and definitely assume you're on drugs even if you're not. But that that would be the best time to dance the Charleston, or um, you know what you know those uh, places. 
where like adults go, like adult couples who like to like, you know, fuck a lot of different people together go. What are those things called? Anyway, I, I imagine that I imagine like a lot of people there dance the Charleston, but they're just naked and sweaty and overweight. They kind of look like naked Danny DeVito's just dancing the Charleston with their raping dicks on. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my feelings on dancing the Charleston. I'm all for it. And I think it's a, uh, it's a, it's a lost art, um, that I think we should start bringing back. So thank you for that, Mark. Uh, next, next topic, please. Also from Mark Rego, uh, corpse flowers. What are my opinion? Uh, how do I feel about corpse flowers? Have you ever seen a fucking corpse flower? They are terrifying. They are fucking... They're, they're those flowers. They're those plants that if anybody listening doesn't know what a corpse flower is, I highly want you to Google it. It is a giant plant that opens up and will, like, eat like a raccoon or, like, eat like a small animal or there are some in the rainforest even large enough to eat a person. So, yeah, corpse flowers are named that way for the fact that they you will fi- often find corpses inside of them. And, um... Yeah, keep them the fuck away from me. I don't want them near me because I, I'd say on my list of deaths, it goes in this order. Being eaten, burning to death, then drowning in that order. And those are the worst fucking three things that I can imagine. Because, A, you're alive for all of them, and they're all painful as shit. But I don't like the idea of being chewed and digested while I'm still partially alive. And a corpse flower does exactly fucking that. It starts digesting you while it smothers the life out of you. Just like a snake would. Which is, or, you know, fuck snakes. And, uh, you know, then fire, of course, is terrible. And uh, so is fucking um, drowning. But, you know, definitely being eaten. So corpse flowers are are plants that fucking eat things. I don't don't want to be eaten. So keep them the fuck away from me. Next topic. Moving on. Time travel. Another Mark Rego topic. Time travel. Uh, what are my feelings on time travel? I, I I believe it. I believe it already exists. To be honest, I mean I believe that it it exists, or is close to existing. And uh, my personal feelings are that if you go back in time, you cannot change your own future. All you do is create an alternate timeline where that new timeline is different because of you changing that. But it doesn't change where you're from. So, I mean, time travel, I believe, does exist. I believe that you can create alternate timelines with with many alternate fucking, uh, you know, outcomes. Um, but would I want to do it? I, I don't think anything in my life is so fucking bad that even though I've got my regrets, and believe me, I've got more than a few... Um, I don't think there's anything that I would want to go back so de- and change so desperately that I would create an alternate timeline for. Um, that being said, time travel as tourism might might be cool, but uh, again, you know, you're not really you, every every time you do it, you're creating an alternate timeline wherein you now existed in that time frame. For however long you were there, so I mean it's God. You could uh, you could rack your brain for forever, for days and years on end, just thinking about this shit. But um, I, I guess 
as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I'm not opposed to time travel because I don't believe that you can, like I said, I don't believe you can change the timeline you live in. I just think you create an alternate timeline every time you travel back in time. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, sorry about that. Ash just asked me about the Mandela effect and how, um, you know, things in over time, if you look at that, there were words that were used prominently in, be it uh, writing or um, speech that, you know, just die off entirely. Like, you know, I and I say often enough, like, wait, where do these phrases come from and why don't we use them anymore? Like it, was uh, like, it, like it was personally changed. But again, that would mean that you're actually changing your timeline, and I don't believe that you can do that. I believe that you can only create an alternate timeline. And uh, because if, if, if you could change, think of it this way. If you could change the reality, the timeline of the reality you're currently living in, just by somebody going back in time and doing something, you have a butterfly effect. You change one thing, you change everything. So that butterfly effect would then ripple throughout the time stream affecting us, and it would be back to the future. It would be like back to the future. But, you know, I don't believe that's how it works because I don't believe that you can change forward moving time. So anytime you would go back in time and change something, it would just skew off in an alternate timeline. Like uh, Back to the Future Part 2. But, um, yeah, like that. Anyway, that's my feelings on time travel. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess I could I could do an entire podcast on time travel. And maybe I should. But, you know, it's not going to be this one because I still have topics to get to. Uh, but thank you, Mark. If you want to actually, you know what, Mark Rego, this goes out to you. I know you're going to listen to this. Um, maybe you should join me on the podcast and we could just talk about time travel. We'll just do a whole episode about it and get our thoughts and stuff on, do a little bit of research beforehand, and just give our opinions on it. I'd be open to that. And that just doesn't go for you, uh, Mark. That goes for any any listener who would like to just discuss time travel on a, on a time travel-based episode uh, with me. But um, thank you very much for that one. And next topic, please. Ah, Leaf. Leaf Hustleby. Topics one should not make fun of in a YouTube skit. Uh, now, uh, my question to you, Leaf, is this because of YouTube's guidelines, or is this just because you, you shouldn't touch that? Um, if it's based off YouTube's guidelines, I mean, it could be literally anything. Um, but if it's based off shit that you just shouldn't touch, um, you know, in, in, a, in a make fun of way, uh, you know, 9-11 is still kind of fresh. Like, I don't think that you should do that. Uh, that being said, that being said, uh, oh, the guy hosting this podcast right now, one week after 9-11, was having a backyard wrestling match with uh, his friends. And uh, during my cut, you know how pro wrestlers cut those promos where they try to sound tough? I, I said I was going to drop my, my opponent faster than the two towers. And, uh, literally, I had, like, literally, he, like, punched me in the face during our fake wrestling match just because he said that I shouldn't have said that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would say probably don't make fun of, uh, 9-11, don't make fun of child trafficking, uh, don't make fun of rape, but only if you're making fun of a rape that has actually already occurred. If you're just gonna say, like, oh, man! Look at that! But look at that dog! I'm gonna rape that dog. Yeah, you know, that that's funny. Or just like, oh hey, you know, look at you. Something about you though. I don't know what it is. 
I'm gonna rape you. You know, that, that could be funny, but, like, if you're saying, like, oh, uh, you know, um, so-and-so got raped last week, and now they've got, uh, they, they don't trust men and they're PTSD, ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> and you're making fun of it that way. No, don't do that. That, 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 you know, they, you can literally, I believe you can literally make fun of anything if you do it the right way. But you've got to do it the right way. You just can't be like, ha, Peggy got raped. That's hysterical. No, it's got to be like, got to be like, hey, I like the way that you got that like nipple with the one hair that comes out and curls. And then if you stretch it out, it's like eight inches long. Mm-mm. I'm going to rape you. Like, that'd be hilarious. Um, you know, 9-11, I still think is a little fresh. Uh, that being said, I-, I will make fun of it. I just wouldn't recommend anybody else do it. And definitely not on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah, because of the guidelines. But I mean, if the guidelines didn't exist, you could, and I still wouldn't. Next topic. Uh, this one is from Bill Signs, EOS correspondent Bill Signs. Uh, Anti inflammatory medicine, a household medication or a spontaneous human combustion preventer? Um, yeah, definitely it's a, it's used to prevent spontaneous human combustion because when you got like all that gas building up in you, you got three options. You can either burp it out, fart it out, or it's just going to keep expanding. And if it keeps expanding, that gas, that gas is combustible. And don't tell me it's not. If you think it's not, watch somebody light a fart. You can light a fart. That shit goes, that's like a flamethrower sometimes. It's like, so that shit is combustible. So having anti-inflammatory medication is definitely, definitely to uh, stop spontaneous human combustion. Um, now that being said, it is just a fun household medicine to have. Like, I think what I'd like to do, and maybe I'd have to do this on a, as a test run on my own before I uh, and before I talk about it. But I think maybe I'd like to take like whatever the whatever the recommended healthy dosage of anti-inflammatory medicine is take like two extra when I don't have any need to take it and just see what happens. Is it going to give me diarrhea? Maybe that's what, maybe it, if you take it when you don't have, um, you know, when you aren't feeling gassy or heartburn, maybe, maybe that, maybe it makes you explode. Maybe it makes you com- spontaneously combust. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'd have to find that out on my own. And, uh, you know, I, I'd be willing to, I'd be willing to roll those dice. So, um, yeah, but I, in my opinion, Bill, it definitely is for uh, uh, preventing spontaneous human combustion. Final topic, spin the wheel. I don't like that it doesn't make the sound when there's only one topic left. Click, 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 click. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for, and why is it going to be garbage? <laughs> Great topic. Um... In 40 years, people are going to be nostalgic for Cardi B. In 40 years, people are going to be nostalgic for uh, smartphones. In 40 years, people are going to be nostalgic for um, this podcast. And everything except for this podcast is going to be garbage because I said Cardi B. Basically, when people start getting nostalgic for anything that's happened in the past 10 years, it's going to be garbage. Take a look at everything that has happened in the world between 2010 and 2020. Take a look at pop culture. Take a look at politics. 
take a look at movies, video games, take a look at politics, take a look at um, natural disasters, take a look at ar architecture, take a look at technology. When people start getting nostalgic, take a look at fashion, take a look at music, take a look at all that, just 2010 through 2020, and when people of the world, 40 years from now, say, oh man, I remember what it was like in between 2010 and 2020, I'm nostalgic for this. If you're still alive, punch them in the fucking face. Nobody, nobody should be nostalgic for anything that happened in the last 10 years. Anything. With the exception, maybe, of, oh, well, that's when my kid was born. Because, yeah, I'll be nostalgic for that. But you know what? I'm not going to be, oh, yeah, I, I, my son was born in 2011, and uh, Cardi B also came out with her first single in 2020. <laughs> no, fuck that shit. Every, and matter of fact, just fuck, anything involving the, the era that Cardi B came to be a thing just needs to be fucking burned. It's a dumpster fire in itself. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. That being said, maybe, you know, like I'm almost 40, so in 40 years I'll be 80. I'll still be nostalgic for things that existed in my time, in my day. Like, you know, things that were like, oh man, I remember in the 90s this. I'll still be nostalgic for the 90s. You know, it'll, it'll be like if, if fucking like a frontiersman just showed up on your doorstep today and started talking about it was like in the 1890s to people that are my age in 40 years. But, you know, I'll still be nostalgic for it. And uh, that being said, I think I'm already getting to that point. I'm already at that like, you know, I'm almost 40 years old. I'm already a curmudgeon hype guy. I try to still have fun because in my head, in, in my mind, in, in, in my soul, I am simultaneously an 80-year-old arthritic man who hates everything and everyone and a 12-year-old who is excited by the prospect of boobs. So, you know, that being said, I, I don't know. But uh, this has been Topic Roulette. Thank you. I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed giving you my, uh, my answers for the topics. Thank you very much for the topics themselves. Before I let you go, check out a fireside chat hosted by my good friend Ryan McCormick. That is available on Libsyn, as well as his Facebook page, Fireside Chat, on Facebook. He puts all the links to the episodes there. Um, check out Sauce, hosted by Ian Paul and Matt. That's on pod pod uh, podomatic.com, as well as I think they're on YouTube. They also have the uh, Patreon episodes, uh, uh, Sauce Private Reserve. There is uh, Case in Point, hosted by Justin Case on Audioboom. And there is Lunch After Dark, hosted by Mark and Cody, that is on uh, Podbean, uh, as well as this podcast, The Element of Surprise, on Podbean. Thank you very much, um, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And without further ado, cue the fucking bear music. <laughs>